Welcome back to Level Uploading Five Feelings Face Fast with yours truly, Shay. All right, y'all, coming back with part four of my Moving to Tennessee series. I've been trying my best to get these out in a decent amount of time, um, for one, so I don't have to keep trying to remember the stuff. <laughs> But also because I just want to get this testimony out so that it can be a blessing and motivation to some people who might be needing that sign that it's time for them to step out on faith, trust God, and let him do the rest. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Okay, so on the last episode we left off, we were in Tennessee and we were at the gas station almost in Nashville and just not quite car started making a crazy noise out of nowhere so of course my sister is like freaking out because she's like well you know when you're the person driving especially if you're driving somebody else's stuff you're like you feel responsible and i'm like first of all sister i'm sitting right next to you i've seen every maneuver you've done i've seen everything you did it's not like you took my car out somewhere and brought it you know brought it back to me you know in a crazy condition you didn't do anything crazy, you didn't do anything wrong, but drive it. <laughs> so, like, there's nothing that you did. So, don't, you know, don't feel any type of way about it. So, let me give you a, a quick little rewind. So, the, I would say, like, maybe a couple weeks before we actually, you know, left to come to, to Nashville, I was like, I feel like I should just go get another car. I, I kept on saying that, and my family was like, just wait, girl, you haven't even got to the new place because, like I told you, God had been telling me, or slowly showing me and telling me, like, you know, you need to have security. You need, you, you, first of all, you don't have anybody you can call in a split second out there. You don't have anybody who can just, it's down the street. You need to be in a position where you are safe. I have, of course, resources. I have AAA and things like that. But he's like, I don't want you dealing with that right now. Right now, we on a mission. That's the least of your worries. Let's go ahead and get you set up so that you don't have to be worrying about if your car is going to start in the cold. Now, mind you, of course, this was not an old car. Um, I moved here in 2020. In the, this was a 2017. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, this is an ancient car. But let me give you a little small background on Zena. That was her name. My Nissan Sentra, Zena. And all the things that she has been through, Okay. I got Zena in February of 2017, my first big girl, brand new, fresh, no mileage car. Everything else I had had been previously certified, slightly used vehicles, but this was my first, like, ain't nobody else drove this but me and whoever test drove it yesterday. <laughs> um, I want to say I had, like, 10 miles on it when I got the car, so, like, literally nobody had driven it but me. And so I was excited about that because, you know, that's my opportunity to redeem myself and also know what type of maintenance had been happening with it and things like that. February 2017 is when I got the car. I want to say April 2017 is when the car was, I was running off the road. <laughs> Long story. So my car was pretty much damaged severely. So it was in the shop for about... A month, longest month of my life, but a month nonetheless. So I got her back, and um, you know everything was 
somewhat decent for a while and took her to a parking lot. I come back out of the parking lot. My car is severely dented and in the back, like her tail light was dented. I'm like, this car, <laughs> this car, this car, this car. But other than that, she had been pretty good, you know, aesthetically pleasing. Other than that small, like, little indent. Because it looked like somebody just didn't know how to get out of a park. And they, like, pushed my, like, pushed my light in. It was the most weirdest thing. But it was very irritating. Especially after, you know, just not too long getting my car back. But my car was operational. It was fine. I just had to deal with it and it was just one of those things where everybody like oh you could pop that out you could pop that out everybody's giving me all these tips on how I can pop it out like no you can't pop it out <laughs> I'm not going out here with no blow dryer and no torch I don't know how to do that like if you know how to do it pull up on me 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 and you do it otherwise Leave me alone, because <laughs> I'm frustrated. Then I parked my car on my street. This is still Chicago. This is like a rewind moment, y'all. Just you know, just so y'all know. Came out. Somebody hit my uh, side view mirror, so I had to replace that. Like it was just like bad to bad stuff with Zena, and I named her Zena because you know, warrior princess. But, like, I didn't know that I was setting her up for failure because Sis really was a warrior princess with plenty of scars. Um, but the last scar that she got was when I was coming out of my building one day. I'm going, I got my little grocery list. Let's get this Sunday out of the way before, you know, everybody get out in, into the grocery stores and everything. I open my door and my vehicle is in the middle of the street. Say what? If I can find pictures, I will definitely show you. In the middle of the street. Like, not like a little bit. Like, in the middle of the street. Smashed up. Wheels bent. With three tickets on it. Like, that that car. <laughs> First of all, Chicago CPD. I just want y'all to know y'all are petty for putting tickets on a car that is clearly, you could tell, was a hit and run. Like, Either it was a hit and run or it was somebody just abandoned the car. But even if you abandon the car, you're not going to abandon it in the middle of the street. You know what I mean? Like, it hadn't hit anything in the street. It was hit. It, you could, if I can show you the pictures, you'll see what I mean. There was no way that you could have thought that this was a car that was, like, abandoned. But anyway, whatever the case may be. So, I had three tickets. They came by separately and kept obstruction of, of the road like really really and if if this was a situation where it was me obviously I'm not a law-abiding citizen so what is the point of putting tickets on a car but anyway neither here nor there so my poor little Zena had been through some things got her fixed that time she had been in the freaking shop it felt like getting herself fixed up more than she was with me, which is an exaggeration, of course, but still. So anyway, fast forward back to 2020, we're at the gas station. My sister was freaking out. I'm like, don't, not freaking out, but you know, she's just like, why well, didn't do nothing? I'm like, girl, I know you didn't. We good. Just, she's still, she's still turning on. She's still riding. Let's just go. 
So we make it to Nashville. We get to my um, complex. Now, mind you, this is my first time in my complex since I was here two weeks month. ago. So the way that they do apartments in um, Nashville and Tennessee is the way they do apartments is like they have a model set up and you see the model and then, you know, you you find your apartment based off of whichever model that you like. So say, for instance, I came here in August to find my place. The person who lived in the actual unit that I am probably didn't move out yet. So they didn't, they can't show me that unit. They don't do it like they do in Chicago where they show you the actual unit. They show you the model. You get to see the layout, how everything's going to look. And then, you know, you go from there. Now, if I lived in Tennessee, I would have more than likely had a chance to actually see the place before it was my lease was signed because I would be here and accessible to stop by after lunch or after work but obviously I live in Chicago so once I left out last time I was kind of like on a hope and prayer that it looks at least somewhat close to what the model um, unit looked like let's just say it did not also let's just say that they were not even okay so originally they were like well for the price point that you want we can upgrade you and you can you know we can upgrade you, but it's going to be an additional, let's say, $300 a month. I'm like, baby, just give me the standard. Give me the standard. Give me the standard. Give me the standard. So, okay, cool. They were like, well, you're going to have carpet. The model didn't have carpet, and I was like, I don't want carpet. Y'all want to know how good God is? I think they tried to clean the carpet. Like, of course, try to clean it before the tenant, new tenant comes in, and it was so bad. They were like... And now we're going to rip this up. <laughs> so they winded up ripping it up. And I got. They're not hardwood floors. But you know like those little mock hardwood floors. Like linoleum. Is that what you call them? Vinyl. I don't know. But they're like. They look like hardwood floors. And I love them. And the only carpet that I have in my whole entire unit. Is in my bedroom. Which I'm okay with. Because that you want to have a little plushness but I was not looking for my whole entire house to be carpeted I am not a carpet girl at all anyway moving on <laughs> so we got here this is their first time seeing it and it's also my first time seeing it so of course you know they're pulling up this is their first time seeing the the complex the complex is beautiful it looks like a resort honestly like when you pull up in it looks amazing the trees and the upkeep the the tennis court, the um, the pools, it's beautiful complex, like honestly. So that's always a plus. So I was like getting excited. Found my unit. Got they had already like left the unit open for me and left the instructions and the the form for me to go ahead and fill out. They have like a form where you're supposed to like fill out if you see any discrepancies or like damage that you see that you want to report at the beginning of your tenancy that's your time to do it so i had to, took a lot of pictures made notes of things and, and such and such and so forth and so we basically got settled like there was nothing in here obviously but what was ever in my little car so we set up my air mattress we set up my little tv i brought like a little a little table um and whatever other little stuff that was in my car we put that away and we thugged it out, you know, we thugged it out, found us, went in and out and explored, found us some food to eat and just made the best out of it, you know. And 
enjoyed my new place. One thing that I really hate was the fact of moving during C19 with the pandemic because my complex used that excuse for every single thing. Like, oh, well, before you moved, we were supposed to read um, Starfish Your Counters, but due to C19, we couldn't. Or, well, we were supposed to do this, but due to C19, we, we, we weren't able to. And so one of the main things that I noticed when I first got in here that was like, that had me hot, my bathroom counter looked like someone had left a flat iron on it for like seven days. It was burnt. It was extremely, extremely, extremely burnt. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not going to do. So the first thing I did was call the, well, actually me and my sister wanted a walking down the hill if you don't know Tennessee is very hilly like it's the terrain is completely different from Chicago and so we walked down the hill to the office and I'm like listen I can't live like that until y'all fix it my mom says she knows how to use the contact paper we can cover this up for now but in my actual lease it prohibits the use of contact paper unless you know that you have actual permission to do so so, you know, I got permission from the property management company. My mom was in there cutting and pasting it, uh, you know, well, actually, yeah, cutting and pasting and trying to get my cap, my counter looking like something until they were able to find time to get the, the counter resurfacing company to come out, which they did in a relatively quick, you know, time. So I guess it's okay, but they really should have had that fixed before I got here because that's embarrassing. Like, my mama like, what type of place is this? <laughs> like, it looked nice on the outside, but what is this? But anyway, so the first night, oh, we go to sleep, you know. And we were, like, joking. Me and my sister were joking. She's like, where's your, she's, me and my sister were joking. Like, man, it'll, be, it'll suck if you got your car towed. Because I'm already in my mind. I'm thinking, like, I woke up, like, we got to figure out when we're going to go to the car dealership. Now, I'm just saying the car dealership. I'm not saying what car, car dealer, dealership. I can't say that. I'm not saying what car dealership, but I'm just saying we got to go to the car dealership today. Got to figure out a time to go to the car dealership. And so, I'm like, okay. But I'm like, we got to, you know, go to Walmart real quick. Got to do this, 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 that. So, my sister just happens to look out the window, and she's like, Where's your car? I was like, <laughs> that would suck if they was to tell my car my first night here. She's like, no, I'm serious. Where's your car? Wait a minute. So I'm like, what? <laughs> so I literally parked right in front of my unit. So she, I couldn't even get my look. My eyes halfway open. She already outside. That's my rider, y'all. Don't play around. Don't, don't play around with me. When it comes to me, my sister don't play. She outside already. So I'm trying to get my little eye open and put me some clothes on so I can go outside and see what's going on. So apparently, they had been posting. They did not give it to me. This is my first night here. In the packet, they did not give me. They were resurfacing all of the parking lot. We got brand new, um, you know, concrete. And so they did not give me the paper telling me other times in the days when they were going to be resurfacing the actual parking lot and so of course they had to tow my car so now i'm like this is my first night here my car already making noise i just got to this complex they just gave me a burnt counter 
they told me I was going to have carpet. I don't, which I'm not mad about, but I'm glad I didn't get that high power vacuum that I was going to get because I was like, I hate carpet for that reason. But anyway, let's not get off the track. So I'm like, calm down, Sharada. Just calm down. Calm down. Calm down. So my sister had, I guess, seen one of the attendants. Like we have like maintenance men who were like riding on their little uh, golf cart type of thingies. And she had flagged them down. And she, he's like, you looking for your car? And she's like, yes, we just moved in. And the car, where, where is it? He's like, don't worry, don't worry. It's still on the premises. We just have to move. Like anybody who didn't move their cars, we just moved them somewhere else. But in my mind, I'm like, y'all already messing up because first of all you didn't put anything in my packet to say remember this night make sure that you don't park in this section i went to the office this is my first night here everyone knows this why is the staff not saying why is the staff not saying make sure that you check this plot to see when your parking lot is going to be done i didn't know anything about it i don't live here this is my first night if you guys don't tell me how am i supposed to know so now y'all have moved my vehicle without my permission thankfully it wasn't taken anywhere or didn't cost me anything but neither here nor there so he's like you know hop on the go-kart I will go and find it. I kind of have an idea of where the cars were moved when they were in this area. So we find my baby, my poor baby, all alone. <laughs> and so that was the first, like, allure. Is this how this is going to go? But neither here nor there. So my, my parking lot was completely fresh and, and done. So that was the first time and only time that I had to deal with that. Thank the Lord. I'm like, okay, let's get ready. We gotta go to Walmart, you know. So we wind up getting ourselves together. There was some reason why we had to go to Walmart. Like we were picking up little things that I needed for the house, and then they also needed some stuff as well. And so get to Walmart, we're getting our stuff, and it's just so funny because we are Chicagoans, you know, we are used to you know, fast pace, fast pace. Let's get this going. If we stand in line too long, we're like, Giants open up the line. That is not how it is here in Nashville whatsoever. And it was just such a culture shock for like my sister, my mama. I had kind of seen it already because I mean, I had been visiting back and forth. And then also like, that was kind of the appeal. Like that was actually one of the things that I liked about here. It can be frustrating sometimes. I've been here almost three years and I still get a little irritated every now and then. But, you know, they were like, you know, people will be done with their transactions and they're sitting here talking about their, their baby's baby shower and their daughter's bridal shower. And it's a line going all the way back into soft lines in Walmart. But the cashier and the person, they've been knowing each other since high school and they just want to talk. So it's like the culture shock was like, a real thing They're like oh my god <laughs> they they were they were over it <laughs> but I loved it. it it was very good for me to check myself check my ego humble myself and slow down you know life is supposed to be lived and I know that we do have important things to do but we got to learn how to slow down and you know 
not take life so serious all the time. Another thing that was kind of like a culture shock for me is because I'm from Chicago, we have a lot of street lights. It's well-lit streets for the most part if they didn't shoot the lights out. Right? <laughs> it is dark out here and it was stressing me out because first of all, I had not gotten my new uh, contacts before I left Chicago. But this was all so much, I couldn't fit all that in. So I still need to do an eye appointment. And it's pitch black dark out here. It's very windy. Like, the terrain in Chicago is completely different from how it is in Tennessee. Tennessee is like winding roads. Chicago's like grid-like, you know, straight lines, straight, straight shots. Turn right, turn left. Like, Tennessee is like... We're on a course. Like, that's how it is. So, it's like, unfamiliar place, unfamiliar roads, winding roads, dark roads. That was something that was really, that really was a struggle for me for quite some time. I had to eventually get over that. And, obviously, once I had my eye exam as well, that definitely helped things, too. Get my new fresh contacts. Being able to see a lot better. I have astigmatism, so my eyes at nighttime and with the lights and stuff... It's terrible, but those dark roads definitely kind of held me back for a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you because, baby, it was scary outside. Like, even just going into the complex, the way the hills, imagine hills mixed with winding roads mixed with darkness. That just don't sound like a good recipe for anything, right? Okay, so anyway, um, I think the second night that we were here... I was like, okay, I got to go to Xfinity, and then I know we got to go to the dealership. So I'm just saying dealership, dealership, dealership. So my mom was like, okay, we got to go to Nissan. And I'm like, why are you saying Nissan? She's like, well, you said we have to go to the dealership. I said, yeah, I'm about to get a new car. <laughs> She's like, Sharonda, you probably just need to go see, go take it to Nissan, see how much the repair is. You just spent all this money on, you just spent all this money on moving, rent, movers, gas. You, you know, you haven't even started your job yet. Like, like let's be reasonable here. I was like, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. I do. Logically, I do get what you're saying. But God told me. We talked. Man, we talked. And he told me to get a new car. So, be bold and go and get it. And if they tell me no, I'll take it to Nissan and I'll see what they, what they talking about. I'll see what they got to offer what the repair will cost but for right now i'm going to listen to what he's saying we're gonna go i'm gonna try to trade this car in and get me a new car so she's just shaking her head the whole way like this girl i don't know where did i get her from that's how she always say where did i get you from <laughs> so we did our little errands and then we pulled up with my loud screeching car to nissan i mean pulled up with my loud screeching car to mazda my car that i wanted I was very specific about what I wanted. I wanted a red CX-5. And I came in. I, I, like I said, I do have good, good credit. So that also was like, you know, I had my chest out like, let's go. I felt like I was, people were going to put some respect on my name when, I, when they run them numbers. Like, they might see a little black girl coming in here and be like, yeah, whatever. Okay, let's see what this, what used little car we can get her. But once they run them numbers... People usually put a little bit of more respect behind that, you know. Oh, man, what do you want? Yeah. Big dog. 
No, I'm just kidding. Thank you, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So basically, I was like, I told her the color I wanted, the car I wanted. She pulled it up. Once she ran my credit, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Got my car. But, and it was a very short time compared to the other times that I had. So I was sitting here like, <laughs> they gave me top, and mind you, my car was making this crazy noise. So I'm thinking, oh God, it's going to depreciate the trading value so much. At the end of the day, my credit is good and I pay, I pay, my, I pay myself on time. Yeah, they worked that thing on out for me and I wound up getting my baby Scarlet 2020 Mazda 6.5. And that's what I'm rolling around in now. And I traded in my car for a crossover vehicle. These heels in Tennessee, baby, listen, you need power. You, the low riding cars, the little central one, get it. You need some with some umps to it. Because I was like, these heels are terrifying. If you have never been to Tennessee, you're not going to understand. But the people who get it, they get it. But anyway, yeah, so I got my new car, got my new place. I didn't start my new job yet. I guess we'll talk about that in the next episode because I clearly talk too much and I don't want to make this episode any more lengthy than this. So my next episode, we're going to focus on talking about me starting my job and, you know, just how good God is as far as like how the time of everything worked out, how blessed I am to have a support system that was able to be here for me. Just having a support system means so much and I'm so freaking blessed. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. I hope this was entertaining for you guys. If not, write about it in your diary. <laughs> on that note, guys, I'm going to call it one. You all have an amazing evening. I will talk to you on my next one. Bye.